I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. I don't even have one single American friend. I don't understand them. That's what Boston bombing suspect Tamerlan Tsarnaev reportedly told a photographer who did a profile of him some time ago. Tsarnaev came to the U.S. as a teen with his Chechen refugee family. He enrolled in college for a period of time, took up boxing, even spoke of boxing for the U.S. someday in the Olympics. So what happened? Professor Marcelo Suarez Orozco has researched the experiences of young refugees assimilating to life in the United States. He's the dean of UCLA's Graduate School of Education and Information Studies and co-author of Learning a New Land, Immigrant Students in American Society. The most important point to keep in mind is the vast majority of these kids struggle, but they eventually find their path. I've studied children from war-torn regions of the world. They face the traumas of the lands that they leave behind. They often come in through multiple family separations. There are issues of language. Uh, there are issues of identity. There are issues of really trying to fit into a society that is radically different from the countries they left behind. I mean, you've studied the effects of assimilation on young refugees in Boston and the San Francisco Bay Area. I mean, you say that for most kids, they, they emerge from these stresses uh, pretty well. What seems to be the switch for those who don't? Well, many things. Kids that have problems connecting. In our research, we found that just having one friend, one friend who speaks English, is a very good predictor of their academic adaptation, their, their, their kind of the long-term pathway into academic achievement, and then the transition eventually to college. Uh, many of these kids are not making friends. Uh, the older brother is quoted as saying in the, in the newspapers. Tom Erlans, he did, Yeah, he didn't have a single American friend. So that's a, a, an issue to worry. Uh, another issue to worry is the, the, the multiple family separations and the kinds of reunifications. Uh, many of the kids that have had the most trouble connecting are kids that uh, had very difficult transitions. They left their families behind or they re- when they reconnected with their families, they weren't able uh, to really make meaningful relationships. Also, the lack of mentoring. In every case where a kid from, a, from one of these countries does well, they've really connected with a mentor. People have been coming, refugees have been coming to the United States for years and years, decades. Did something change generally that shifted the dynamics that has resulted in this Generation 1.5 as, as it's been coined? Well, what has changed is that now immigrant origin children and refugee children included are the fastest growing sector of our of our child and youth population. Ninety percent roughly of all our growth moving forward will be via the U.S. born children of these immigrants and refugees from all over the world. We take in three times more immigrants than the second largest country of immigration in the world. In your study, Marcelo, uh, there's a question, and some of the answers are are kind of telling. Uh, The question was, what do you like most about being here, as in the United States? Uh, Tell us about some of the responses to those and what they suggested to you. Yeah, that was pretty shocking because we discovered that the kids really amazingly register these stereotypes about, you know, illegal immigration, about immigration and crime, about... um, So that was a finding that was very, very unexpected, uh, how children pick up very early on a kind of anti-immigrant attitudes, mm. you know. The response also uh, kind of shows a, a brighter side to this story. An 11-year-old Haitian kid said, what I like most about the U.S. is there's less killing here. Yeah, that's true. So the and freedom, it's also sad. 
we asked another, I think it was a parent of a, of a Haitian child, what, you know, so tell us, what do you like the most about being in the, in the Boston, in the Cambridge schools? And the gentleman said, well, I like it that they have school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, meaning, you know, in their country, they don't have school every right. day because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when the death squads are coming. You don't know when the gangs are coming. And so there is a load of, you know, a gratefulness. Your daughter went to Cambridge Ridge and Latin High School. How does this all feel to you? Well, I think everybody is shocked. Our heart goes to the families of, of the victims. This was uh, our neighborhood. This is all shocking. It's all incomprehensible. It's all senseless. And uh, we're all shaking up. Marcela Suarez Orozco, Dean of UCLA's Graduate School of Education and Information Studies. Thanks for your time. Sure. We wanted to hear from someone who's been through this experience of assimilating to life in the U.S. after arriving here as a young person. 28-year-old Zuhur Ahmed in Minnesota took a break from her job today to speak to us. She's from Somalia but came to the U.S. from Syria when she was 13 years old. Here are some of her thoughts about her transition to a new life in America. I think it's true for a lot of immigrants and a lot of young people. Oftentimes you're trying to um, work between your uh, American identity, whatever that is, um, where, where without you knowing, in a sense, you do become um, American in the in the sense of the the main mainstream American culture, um, but then somehow have to maintain your old culture and tradition because your parents are not as um, much uh, mixed in or assimilated, which is a word I don't like using. And I always, you know, see myself as a pure 100% Somali, obviously genetically I am, but I thought even through my culture and my way of life, I am, and obviously my Muslim faith. When in 2011, I went back to Somalia, and that's when I realized how American I am in, in the sense of my culture, my values, and my beliefs um, in, a, in a lot of everyday life thing, um, and how much I was different from the uh, Somalis that lived in Somalia. It's like, oh my God, you know, that's when you realize how much your day-to-day culture and your, your values and your way of thinking it's different than the, the, the Somalis over there. And then that's when you get your aha moment that you are an American. That was 28-year-old Zuhur Ahmed speaking with us from Minnesota. Perhaps you came to the U.S. as a youth. What was your first moment like that you first felt like an American? Add your story at theworld.org.